With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome to a longer, wider field. There's Chad Johnson, he's got it! And Ocho Cinco has touched it! Welcome to the Waggle. Think Nick Dembski just got tipped. Right, thank you, man. He just got a tip from the fans. That's his center to go back in the end zone, isn't it? Welcome to the Rouge. Down the sideline goes Ellingson. He's going to score. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Welcome to Three Down Football. Welcome to the CFL Gambling Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and CFL Jim. Coming to you a little later than normal. Apologies for that, but life seems to get in the way sometimes of what your best laid plans are. But it's all right. It's still the CFL Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is still CFL Jim. I am still Rod Gomez, and we still have action to break down. Jim, we got a full four-game slate this weekend. How excited are you? I am hype. A couple weeks of three games only will get me ready. Get me get me hot blooded. <laughs> we do have everybody back in action. Well, not everybody. Obviously, one team still has to sit out on a bye. But three teams are not watching the rest of the games from the couch this weekend. And it does begin on Friday night. Uh, and it wraps up with a doubleheader on Saturday. Because, once again, they don't want to uh, get in the way of our NFL Sunday. Uh, so they'll just give us Every game back-to-back on Friday and Saturday. Um, Some great games on the slate, though, Jim. I mean, look, when you were looking at these initial lines, how tasty were these matchups, in your opinion? There's a couple... I think I'm really, really excited about three of the four. One I'm kind of, like, bleh about as a matchup, just because I I don't know. I feel like one of these teams is starting to really crumble. So we've seen a couple of the playoff spots already locked up. We know that there's going to be at least three from the West that are going to make it, and one playoff spot is locked in in the East, and that is the Toronto Argonauts with their win last night, or not last night, last week, rather. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is all up for grabs still in the East. There's a lot to ride on. There's a couple teams that are, I mean, even Ottawa is still in the conversation for at least second place in this division at 3 and They're 10. nipping on the heels. They're nipping, man. <laughs> Hopefully, Hamilton nip- better watch out. <laughs> well, hopefully they nip hard enough this week. Uh, I think they have a spot to take advantage of, of uh, the team that they're going to play. So, um, I don't know. Jim, why don't we just break it all down, shall we? Let's let's just get to the games and get to the good stuff uh, without any further ado. It begins on Friday night at 8 p.m. It's the Saskatchewan Rough Riders taking on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Saskatchewan surprisingly 6-8 and eight after what could have been a good start to the season, but the Winnipeg Blue Bombers... 12-2, and two, still the class of the West, and it doesn't look like that's going to change. Uh, Saskatchewan here is a nine-point underdog, depending on 
where you can find it. The money line on this one obviously is juiced way toward the Blue Bombers at about 340, 330. I'm seeing as low as 325. And then, of course, the point total on this one is about 47 and a half, 48, depending on which side of the, the fence you want to swing on. But let's start, Jim, as we always do with the spread. Uh, plus nine, plus eight and a half for the Riders. I mean, <laughs> that's a pretty big spread. That's a big spread, but I don't know if I mind it. Bombers, they had a bye last week. Both these teams coming off of a bye, but the Bombers coming off of a loss. Crazy. And I I think they're motivated. I think they're fired up. And I still 100% do not trust this Rough Riders offensive line. It is, the, in my opinion, the worst offensive line in the entire CFL. They are not good. Cody Fajardo is, like, he's... Flashy at points. I don't know if they're still riding this train. Maybe they're going to be in the Bo Levi Mitchell situation coming up. Who knows? Who, I he's in a weird spot. I think I think the Riders are one to watch out for in that. But I like the Bombers. Eight is I I, I see it some places as low as eight. I will take it up to nine. I don't care. I don't trust this Riders team. I said it weeks ago. Do they? Do they buckle under the pressure and make a run for the playoffs, or do they crumble, and I feel like they're crumbling? Well, okay, a couple of games ago, they were in the same spot. They were over there at IG Field in Winnipeg. They lost 54-20. to I'm not good at math, which is why I host this show, uh, and you're the, you're the good, you know, you're the guy that fills this in for me, but that's more than eight points, 54-20, uh, to 20, right? Uh, some some would say yes. Uh, I think new math checks out. That is more than eight points. <laughs> so I mean, look, it's it's been proven that they can lose to this Winnipeg team uh, at, away on the road by more than eight points. I'm with you. This this Bombers or this uh, Rough Riders team has lost three in a row and four of its last five. It's not looking good. The Bombers, on the other hand, have won three out of their last four. Yeah, they're coming off a loss to the Tie Cats, but that was a scrappy win by the Ticats, and you got to hand it to them. They, The Bombers did nothing out of the ordinary and nothing wrong in this case. It was just Hamilton being absolutely tenacious in this game. That was Hamilton just going absolutely nuts, and Dane Evans just having the game of his year so far. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like You can't necessarily uh, crack that, but yeah, I think Winnipeg's got this. I, I like the home aspect of it for them as well, uh, where they're minus eight here. I mean, it doesn't feel good, but, I mean, you know, at the same time, what can you do? Um, this Riders team is just – there's I'm running out of adjectives to describe this this Riders team. Um, all right, so, look, money line, I, I can't go on the money line here. This is too much to pay. 357, 330, even 325 is too much to pay. Yeah, it's gross. Gross. Don't do that. Don't yeah. lay that juice. Don't lay that juice. That's, that's just that's, – that's the books telling you – that uh, they want your money. Uh, now, but as far as this spread is concerned, Jim, 48 and a half, uh, it's tempting in a way because we know that both of these teams, in fact, I just talked about it, the last time they met uh, at Winnipeg, 54 to 20, well above 47. But the time they met before that in Saskatchewan, 18 to 20, well below 47. So mixed bag of, of nuts here. Both of the last couple of games, they've hit this over, both the teams they played, uh, Ty Cats and then the Elks too, they hit the over on this as well. So, what are you feeling? Small lean on the over, but I don't love it. Yeah. I don't like this total. 
It's a trap. S- yeah, a small lean on the over, small, small, but don't like it. Don't like it at all. Yeah, uh, because again, like we've we've seen both sides of this, and so we don't know what type of game we're going to get out of both of these teams. Um, you know, and in, in fact, for Saskatchewan, yeah, the last two went over, but the three before that went under. So they are they are prone to playing in under games. And again, like I said, one of those was against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So I'm definitely on you on the under as well. Like I said, it's tough because we know both of these offenses can figure out how to score points. Uh, but I don't know that I like it as a first game of the week, too. So, I mean, you know, you're kicking off early Friday uh, evening. That tends to give you a little bit less of an advantage. So, uh, all right, let's talk about that. It's Saskatchewan. We'll give it, we're going to go ahead and, and uh, give Winnipeg minus eight. We're going to not touch the money line, and we're going to just sprinkle, if we do it all, on the under here at 48 and a half is where I'd find I, it. I cannot in good consciousness recommend people take it, but smallly. Yeah, small, smallly. If you're so inclined. Uh, yes. All right, let's turn to the Friday evening game, 10.30 p.m. on the East Coast. It's the Ottawa Red Blacks taking on the British Columbia Lions. The Lions come in, in on, at home as seven-point favorites in this game. The money line for them is still quite expensive. Minus 280 is the lowest you can find if you look around. The point total for this one... Huh? Looks familiar. 47 and a half, 46 and a half in some places if you can find it. So um, Ottawa, just a, an absolute rough loss last week to the Stampeders. Uh, I'm sorry, to the Argonauts, 45 to 15. Uh, the Lions actually lost to the Stamps, 25 to 11. The Lions do not look the same without Nathan Rourke. They have lost three and tied one of their last four games. Ottawa, winners of two and then losers of two in theirs as well. But the real question here, Jim, is can Ottawa steal a, ro- a road win even though we know how bad they are at home? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. The Red Blacks can steal this one. Everything you talked about that I like decried you on last week about Ottawa was only because the Red Blacks were at home. This is a feisty team. They are the definition of feisty. Arbuckle is consistent. They have weapons at receiver. They have a good defense, a great defensive line. BC, while I think Vernon Adams is a step up over what they had, I don't think they are what they sh- what they showed at the beginning of the season. They're a very gettable team. They're kind of faltering at the finish line here. I love Ottawa in this spot. You know what's crazy? You look back at their last few games, right? And their home games are uh, almost a complete flip of the the away games. They 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 lost to Calgary seventeen to three. Then they turn around and lose to the Elks twelve to thir- or thirty to twelve at home. But then they go and they play the Elks and they beat them twenty five to eighteen on the road. Then they play Montreal thirty eight twenty four on the road. Then they go back home, lose twenty four to nineteen to Toronto, and then of course forty five to fifteen to the Argos, but, you know, 23-13 to 13 against the Argos in uh, BMO. I don't know what it is about this team on, on the road versus at home, but they're, they're doing exactly what the teams are doing to them uh, at home when they're on the road. So I'm with you. Give me at least this spread because um, I, I think this is just a, an atrocious spread for them being on the road. It's 7.5 it's here, and I definitely take that. Even I'd take it at 7 because this is going to be decided by more than a touchdown. I think about the money line. I think they win this game straight up. I This is a tale of two different teams. 
Ottawa is a feisty team that loves to cover that plays teams close on the road. And especially with Arbuckle back there, like the last five weeks, they've been a covering machine on the road. They've been good at like just absolutely actually winning these games too when they need to when it's crunch time. I think I have Ottawa as one of my teams that's thriving under the pressure. They have a lot of pressure on them right now, but they're playing loose with it. They're that the pressure for them is just like if they make the playoffs, this is basically a hugely successful season, in my opinion. Oh, it's a hugely successful... <laughs> well, okay, yes, absolutely yes, but there are still fans of in our nation that definitely don't, uh, don't agree with that as well. Look, you talk about covering spreads on the road. Uh, that's all they've done this season. They have covered the... Except for, except for the Riders and, of course, the Lions, uh, uh, but they have covered at home in all but those two games. This season isn't that isn't that something? And they're five and six against the spread altogether. Yeah, guess what? You you take this team on the road, you fade them uh, at home. It's the same as same with the Elks. Yeah. Like everything I want to say that's nice about these teams only applies on the road. <laughs> I love it. I'll take it though. I'll take it. Uh, we talked about the money line. Uh, if you wanted to do that, which I know I'm going to do it, you could find it as high as about two sixty. There's uh some folks out there offering it to you at two sixty. I, I like that odds. Uh, for the Red Blacks to steal away a win here on the road against a struggling BC Lions team. Let me let's not bury that lead. We are we t- we said it's not the same without Nathan Rourke. They've only put up as high as sixteen, well twenty three points, I guess if you count the Stamps game. But uh, in the three losses, sixteen, ten, and eleven, like they're getting progressively worse uh, against teams without Rourke. Yeah, so that that Stamps game last week was a little weird. I think they're still better right now than they were, say, three or four weeks ago. But they're definitely not the same team as with Rourke. Like, he he made that team tick. And the defense seems to have regressed, too. It's weird. Yeah. But, see, that's kind of a – I think that's a product of what's happening all around them anyways because it's a lot like Ottawa in which Ottawa has – the defense has to be out on the field for so long because that offense is so ineffective that – you, I mean, you see it for two, two and a half, sometimes three quarters, where this defense is just solid and it's tough and it's and it's gritty and it's making plays, and then long about that fourth quarter or even the middle of the third quarter, you just start to see it crack a little bit, and then they just give way because they've been out on the field so much. It's a dang shame. But it's a dang shame. I, I, yeah, I just love the Red Blacks here. Me too. Me too. And not just because I'm a Red Blacks fan. So. We'll call it a day there as well. So go ahead and take the Red Blacks uh, plus eight. I would take them plus seven. Uh, that would even be fine with me too. Uh, and then of I'll course, I'll take a money line. Take the money line as well. <clears throat> and then what about the over under on this one? I told you that it was set at about forty seven and a half, forty six and a half. Where do you where do you where do you feel comfortable taking this if you do it all? This is another tough one. Uh, again, I like the over. Um, I think BC's defense uh, offense is better than what they showed last week. I think that's more of Calgary. The second Calgary gets a lead, they're so good at playing with the lead with that run game and that offensive line. It's disgusting. I think that BC can at least score in this game, and I definitely think Ottawa can score on what this BC defense has become. Oh, absolutely. And again, we talked about their scoring on the road. They scored 38 points in Montreal back early in September. So I think uh, they'll do enough to make this over. They've, they've been over two out of the last three games, have the Red Blacks. So I, I'll take the over on this one, especially at 46 and a half. That seems like a very reachable number for both of these offenses. Agreed. And a defensive touchdown too, by all means, because Ottawa can do that as well. So, uh, all right, let's uh, step away. We've still got two more games to break down. 
But before we do, let me ask you, you thinking of joining WinBet? Well, now's the perfect time because new customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Also, WinBet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. WinBet has their own same-game parlay feature. Just click on the game you like, select Build Your Own Bet, and start building a monster parlay. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present state. Replay through WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Promoguy.us, it's the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odds, boosts, and huge cash bonuses from all the major sports books, and they've got a VIP Discord group that puts even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. I gotta say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they're some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you what team is probable to win, but where you'll get the best odds and how to track down and cash in on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of it all, promo guys run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. Go to promoguide.us. Check out their 100% track, transparent, and proven method for betting smarter. Make sure you check out promoguy.us no house advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today play pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning two hundred and fifty thousand dollars or more in cash download the app choose a contest select your player props earn points for correct picks and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day you can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks bet up to five player prop over unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league including nfl NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and of course, NASCAR. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. I missed out once upon a time on learning how to speak Spanish because I was a silly five-year-old and didn't think I needed to do it. Well, that carried around with me the rest of my life as I failed to learn it. I am now a 46-year-old man and I still don't know how to speak the language. Yes, that's embarrassing, but Babbel is going to help me change all of that. Why? Because Babbel is a language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions. How about 10 million in one? Thanks to a Babbel, thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easily bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross whatever new language you want to learn off of your list. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps, <laughs> they use AI for their lessons, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching methods have been scientifically proven to be effective, and with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, Yay, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation. Look, I need it too. And accent. There's so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel. Language for life. 
Once again, action continues on a Saturday night for Saturday Night Football. We break in October with this slate of games, uh, and, and October in Canada is very lovely at this time of year, and it's pretty lovely even in the prairies as Montreal takes on Edmonton in Edmonton on Saturday at 4 p.m. This one is going to be interesting. We've talked in just we've talked in earnest about how crazy Montreal is, and in fact, they are the three point favorite, three and a half point favorites, depending on where you go uh, to find this line in this game. And look, for an East team to be favored over the West, that tells you something uh, right then and there. And also to be the fact that they're not juiced nearly as much as the other teams. Uh, Alouettes minus 175 here uh, or 190 if you really want to go that high. I don't know why. Uh, but the Elks at 160 on the money line. The total for this game, Jim, 53 and a half, 54, somewhere in there. But uh, yeah, I mean, Tell me about this game and, and your crystal ball and what you think about it. God dang it. I want to take the Elks so bad. Ah, this is two things coming to a head. I love fading Montreal after great weeks. I, I love like taking them off the of losses. I love fading them after wins. They got a nice win against Hamilton. They're sitting pretty at second in the, in the East. Everything's going their way. Here comes Edmonton. The team playing with with nothing on their shoulders. They're playing fast and loose, carefree. Taylor Cornelius is balling out. I like the plus three and a half. I do. Man, I don't think the Elks win this game. It's tough. It's tough because, I mean, look, both of these teams won their last game. I'll give them that much right there, right? Hamilton uh, lost to Montreal 23-16. to at home in Montreal, but the Elks kind of uh, surprised the Saskatchewan Rough Riders 26-24 last week, but they got blown out against Calgary uh, the week before that, 56-28. to It's just, which Elks team do you get when you get the Elks? Like, Ham- or Montreal beat BC la- or two weeks ago, beat Hamilton the week before that, but then they lost to Ottawa on uh, at home 38-24. Uh, to But, yeah, I mean, again, this is I'm going to go ahead and take Montreal – because I think that this is a game where they're going to win. I I just... I don't hate it. Yeah. I don't hate it. I, I, I can't, like, I want to take the Elks plus three and a half, but I can't bring myself to do it. I don't... I, I'd like your minus three and a half. Like, it's close enough of a spread that I feel Montreal can cover that. I, I'd like to be able to find a three. Well, I'm sure it's out there. You just got to shop it's around. It's out there, but... I'm sure oddstrader.com will tell you exactly where a three is at. Uh, but also I will say this too, Trevor Harris, I, I, uh, I always had a soft spot for him. You know this. I mean, especially Mm -hmm. as his time with Ottawa, like as a quarterback, he frustrates the hell out of me, but I'm glad to see him win. So anytime he wins makes me happy, even in Montreal uniform. So I'm okay with, uh, with that. And then as far as we, you know, talk about the, um, the money line, this is not juiced up that much. So would you touch this money line? No, not separately. I would take. I would wait. I would find a three somewhere and not bet it at all. Yep, that works. Uh, and then what about the over under? Uh, I like the over. Wow, I like the over here, Rod. Yeah, I like points. And even if Montreal wins this one, I feel like it's going to be in a shootout fashion. They love getting into shootouts. Both two really strong quarterbacks. Edmonton's playing loose. I love Taylor Cornelius, as I'll say a million times on this show. Uh, Trevor Harris is fantastic. I like points in this game. 
both defense is kind of suspect too. Like both defense is kind of, I don't know. <laughs> well, like, you know, against the Riders last week, they did go over 49 and a half. Uh, so this was pretty, pretty damn close to the 53 that they're given now. I would say find the lower end of what you can find for this, this total and definitely mm-hmm. grab that. If you can, if you can get 53 and a half, take 53 and a half. Um, but don't, don't go any higher than I think 54 because I, I like points too, but by the same token, it very simply could not go. This isn't college football. This is <laughs> CFL. Let's not get too carried away. Yeah. Montreal has, has yet to play in a game that's hit over 50, uh, in the last couple of weeks. So, um, you know, once again, just, just be cautious with that. Uh, all right, let's move over to Saturday night's finale. The Toronto Argonauts, all of a sudden it look. First of all, for a East team to be over 500, that is already like a huge accomplishment. So pat the Toronto Argonauts on the back. If they win this game this week, they will actually finish over 500. And historically, look back at East teams, not very many of them do. So um, Toronto, 8-5, and five, Calgary, 9-4-1 and one in, this, in this matchup. <clears throat> Calgary at home. Pardon me, I got a head cold, guys, so bear with me on this one. <laughs> what a trooper. What a fucking gamer you are, Rod. Thank you, my friend. If I pass out after this, you guys will know exactly why. Uh, anyway, so Toronto plus five and a half. They are the underdogs in this. Uh, if you are looking for the money line, you can find it about two or 222 or, or 225 for Calgary, plus 180, plus 190 for Toronto. Over under on this one. I'm getting it anywhere from 51.5 to 52.5. So, 5.5 point spread in favor of the Stamps. What are you feeling there, uh, Jim? That's too many points. That's that's too many dang points. I think Toronto, uh, based on my power rankings right now, I have Toronto sitting as the second best team in the CFL. They're looking really good right now. Like, they're... They're very dangerous. But Claude Bethel-Thompson is on fire. This offense is fantastic for Toronto. And, like, their defense is even coming up. And, yes, Calgary's my number three team right now. Calgary's also really good. Jake Mayer's fantastic. This defense is good. Um, The run game for Calgary's deadly. Like, my worry is if Calgary gets to a lead early, they can kind of run all over Toronto, which is a possibility. But I think this might turn into a little bit of a shooty-shooty as well. And I like Toronto plus the five and a half. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on that money line. So, you know, you talk about Calgary's running game, but Toronto is not really that bad either. A.J. Olette is looking solid. He's not Andrew Harris by any stretch of the imagination, but they keep handing him the ball, and he keeps going forward and taking people with him. So uh, I definitely don't hate the Toronto side of this. They've won four in a row, have the Argonauts, and and not even close to be honest with you 45 15 against ottawa 24 19 against ottawa the week before that one was a close one but you know again ottawa playing a little scrappy and playing out of their league finally caught up with them at the end and they lost uh 28 to 8 against hamilton 37 to 20 against hamilton the week before that you look back at what the stamps have done 26 18 versus edmonton then they blew out edmonton 56 28 pushed against the uh, lions 23 23 and then last week just sort of an anemic 25 to 11 showing against the Lions. And the Lions, they were done. I, I don't know that they necessarily needed to score that many points. And I think the, the rest of that game, Carey pretty much salting it away too, helped that that score stay down. So, um, But I still like the fact that Toronto can sneak up on teams. 
You're right. McLeod Bethel Thompson has got it going on. He's got all of his receivers working. It's not just Brandon Banks. He's got that running game going. So this is a team that Calgary, they're not going to take him for granted, but they may end up taking him for granted. I don't think they take him for granted, but I think like for how close these two teams are, this is just too many points. I love the five and a half. I think Toronto's good enough to win it. And uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's all I need. Okay, so what about the over-under on this one? 52-and-a-half, 51-and-a-half? Where are you taking this one? Again, I lean on the over. Calgary loves points. Toronto definitely loves points. I lean over. Slight. Like, I'll bet that this is one I'll bet. I think I'm going to bet every every over except for uh, the right. I might bet every over anyway just to the hell of it, but I like, I like the over. Well... You just look at the amount of points that these guys have scored lately. Scored. Scorn? Scorn. I need Babel. Uh, 37 points against the Ticats. 28 against the Ticats. 24 against Ottawa. 45 against Ottawa. Like I said, 26 against the Elks for Stamps. 56 against the Elks. Then 23, then 25. I mean, you put those together, that'll still get you somewhere over that 52, even the 51 mark. So um, I like the over on this one, too, because neither one of these defenses really does uh, like stopping high-powered offenses for that matter uh i mean they really haven't faced a high-powered offense since they faced the stamps last time uh and it was 1922 or 2219 in in favor of the stamps so um yeah i, I definitely like that as well uh, all right jim we're gonna step back away come back and give you some of our favorite bets on the weekend but before I do, I'm telling you about all these lines. I'm giving you all of these numbers. I'm tossing out everything that you need to be a better better And in the CFL slate. And where am I getting all those stats from? Where am I pulling it all from? My head, of course. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, could you imagine if that was happening? No, I am pulling it from OddsTrader.com. OddsTrader is the place to compare odds from all the major sportsbooks. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal possible. The app also provides player stats, key game statistics, injury reports, even projected game day weather. It's going to make you the most informed better in the entire universe. It's also got a bet tracker so you can keep records of all your games and betting activity. You want handicapping. You want play-by-play -play updates. You want live scores and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, all that stuff. It's over there on oddstrader.com. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Find out what this is all about. Oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Oddstrader. It's the number one site for all of your game day bets. Did you know uh, you already knew this. The best days of the week are actually Monday, and Thursday, and Sunday. Why? Because it's NFL season. It's our favorite time of year. And whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or just talking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better thanks to the Elias Game Plan app. It's the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA, and MLB. Elias Game Plan is the only sports app from the most trusted name in sports stats. That's the Elias Sports Bureau, the official statistician of U.S. Pro Sports Leagues. Look, we throw around a lot of stats here on the SGPN, and we want you to know that our insights are and our strategy is backed by numbers, not just our intuition. And we turn to the Elias Game Plan app for exactly that reason. So elevate your NFL season today. Download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E-L-I-A-S. And right now, I got a special offer when you subscribe. Get 15% off your annual subscriptions, but only if you use my promo code SGPN15. Find Elias Game Plan Sports Betting in the App Store or Play Store today. Use our promo code SGPN15. If you watch football, 
And by listening to this show, I can assume that you do. You need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone Plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. No contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. And right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. All right, Jim, let us give them some of our favorite bets for the weekend. My favorite bet the entire weekend is probably Toronto plus five and a half. Love that bet. Love it to death. I am also a huge fan. <sighs> I'm going to get Montreal worked in there somehow, Moneyline. I'll figure out a way, but I, I, I'm i going to do it. I also like the Bombers minus eight. <laughs> Jim likes everything this weekend, so just give it to him. I got I got one little gross, uh, kind of gross. It's a little dirty. Underdog Moneyline parlay on the Red Blacks and the Argos. Ooh. Take them both on the Moneyline, you get plus 886. Oh, man. That's not bad at all. That That's fancy magic right there, my friend. And if I add Montreal money line, I got one other one for you guys. Here's one. All four games. Bombers minus eight. Red Blacks plus seven. And the over in that game. Montreal money line. Argos plus five and a half. Five picks. All four games. Plus 1987. Ooh. Good year, better odds. I love that. That's see, we don't do enough parlay stuff on this network. I think we need to we need to have a show dedicated to strictly parlays because you, my friend, have your pull your finger on the pulse of some fantastic parlays. It gets it gets gross sometimes. You should see me and Chase on the we do the picks porch every Friday and we just hammer off picks and get drunk. It's <laughs> things get weird. Things get real weird. <laughs> Therapy sessions are in order, don't they? Uh, I love it. Uh, all right. Well, listen, my favorite bet of the entire weekend is obviously Ottawa plus eight and a half. Uh, I love this line. I love the Red Blacks. I really think they're in a good position. Uh, here's the thing about these guys. Like, they honestly know that pretty much their season's over. Like, I, I know there's a mathematical chance, but at this point, I don't think they're playing for an actual playoff spot so much as they're just trying to figure out who the hell they are. And and that makes these this team want to fight even harder because – when they came into this season, they had nothing but hope. They had Jeremiah Masoli. They had Jalen Acklin. They had, I remember you talking on the preseason show. You were brimming with hope. It was just fantastic. We had this brand new toy, and we had all these great hopes in front of us. You know, good good names on defense that were coming back, and now all of a sudden that's just sort of imploded, and we're back to 3-10 and 10 and back to trying to figure out what's going on. So with a team that has nothing to play for, against a team that is trying to figure out what the hell just happened because their star quarterback went down. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Red Blacks to pounce on them at plus eight and a half. That is my ultimate favorite bet of the weekend. I guess if we're, we're calling locks, that's my lock of the weekend. I can, I, I'll, I'll double lock that with you. That's a, it's a great play. That one and Toronto. I love the two big dogs. Uh, the only dog I don't love is Saskatchewan. Like I just, they're gross. That offensive line's terrible. It's so hard because I mean Saskatchewan, obviously the the fan, you know because you're a fan. It's a passionate fan base, and it's hard to 
Hard to see them play this badly. The offensive line is just, it's where it all starts and stops. They're terrible. They're, they're, they're god-awful. Well, I mean, look, it didn't help that their running game kind of got demolished almost immediately, and it just hasn't really recovered since. Injuries don't help. Injuries definitely don't help this team, but, man, it's, it's not great. All right. Well, then, Jim, I, I think we could put a bow on this picks episode. Uh, I think we've well and thoroughly broke down each matchup for you as we, and again, enjoy a full four-game slate of CFL football for the first time in a while. First weekend in fall. For this as well, too, right? I think if we go back, right? I think we. I think technically. Yeah. I, I think, think fall started sometime like mid this. Uh, no, second weekend in, in fall. My bad. First weekend of October, though, baby. There you go. It's going to get spooky. <laughs> uh, all right, Jim, before we scare them even more, why don't you let them know where you can find him on social media? You can find me on Twitter at XFL Jim. You can find me on YouTube, XFL Jim. I do CFL recaps every Tuesday, and they're going to have a nice, fun twist. October is going to be a big month for the CFL Jim recaps. Just you watch them and find out. And you can find me everywhere, just at XFL Jim. At XFL Jim, indeed. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in my bio to everything I've got going on here on the SGPN at the Sportsbook Review, at In Between Media, whatever else. There's there's so many links in that. So just hit my uh, Twitter, at RJ Gomez. Go to the bio, click the link, to find where I'm at. Everybody, thanks for listening. We're going to come back with a DFS episode here to get you set up for your DFS games in the CFL. So until then, enjoy your three downs and let it ride. <laughs>